Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. <laughs> Thinking it hard. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wide About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. Not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and small home birth practice. I'm Meredith Rout, also a midwife and nurse at the same small home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant at your out-of-hospital practice with you guys, my favorites. Um, Today is one of those days where we don't want to do anything, but we're going to yeah. try real hard. We really don't want to. The weather. I hate, I hate the weather. I feel so like, bleh. Yeah, it's terrible. It's sucking the life out of me. We also mm -hmm. made the mistake of hanging out before recording, which usually doesn't go very well. Well, we actually did get some things accomplished, like when it came to doing work for our, our practice and though. for our podcast. So it wasn't all hanging out and play because, like, we would be in a much better mood if we had just been hanging out. That's fair. <laughs> our productivity time is over for the day. And we're drinking <laughs> hot water with ginger That's and honey. That's also part of the problem is we're not <laughs> drinking alcohol. We're not sick. I was like, who wants some hot water with ginger yeah, and honey? Delightful. I'm like, I'm, I feel so, I'm wearing like a fuzzy sweater. I'm tucked into Kim's bed. Usually I'm at the end of the bed and I'm really enjoying the pillow life up here at the head of the bed. And but also we have proven again that the universe hates Kim because oh my God. how much have you been saying like, I mean, we've been saying this for I've a long time because COVID mm. hit as soon as your kids went to school. But then like you were like this week, finally, the kids are back in school. We're going to do all this stuff. I'm going to plan. And I planned a whole day from from nine until almost six o'clock yesterday. And then we had some business stuff this morning and and fucking school's been canceled for the last two, two days. days in a row. The, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I just laughed and laughed and laughed. And also, did you notice how a little bit. when Chuck was here earlier, it was fine. Like the kids were their normal loud, but not super loud. Yeah. And then he's like, do you need anything before I go drink, in, essentially, which is what he's <laughs> doing. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And then now Brock's screaming on the top of his lungs. Yeah. But also they thought your girls were coming. So now they're pissed off because your girls aren't here. True. So it's not your fault. The world is so distraught. It's so Self distraught. Self-combustion. Um, so, but we do have a subject today that I think is... There's <laughs> there's a lot of misunderstandings about this subject, <laughs> and I think it's important to talk about because especially, you know, with what we do. So, Kim, you're a midwife at a birth center, but we also have our home birth Guilty. practice. And I also find with my clients when they're trying to decide where to give birth that there's a lot of misunderstandings about the differences between giving birth in a birth center versus giving birth at home. I always wonder how many people never look into home birth because of that concern. Like we yeah. talk about that for every single client who comes to us to do a consult, but I actually wonder how many people never ask that question. Well, I feel like the birth center is, it makes people feel like it's not as weird as going to. Yeah, it's like a... It's a stepping stone. It's like a small false sense of security yeah, or something. Yeah. Perceived as safer. Yeah. Because we are, we've always been like culturally trained that you give birth and you go somewhere. And usually to a hospital. Yeah. That's the mainstream norm. And Only so, in the last century or so. And so for some people, just that act of going to another space that's not their home doesn't feel as crazy as giving birth at home. 
the um the partners are usually the main like I just want to get in my car and leave my home mm-hmm. and I don't want any of that messy stuff going on in my house. Mm-hmm. And then when I come home, everything's clean and normal. And I'm like, Oh, your life will never be normal. You have no. a baby <laughs> or, or clean or clean. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I feel like that's the same, like right when you're in labor, you have to drop whatever you're doing anyway. So your house is probably still going to be a disaster when you get back home from the hospital too. Yeah, so we want to kind of like deconstruct some of those things. Um, so there definitely when it comes to choosing between birth center and a home birth, there are some things to take into consideration. But I hear a lot of people just say things like, well, my home doesn't feel very homey to me or my home is just a home that I rent. And so it's an interesting point of view because... The hospital doesn't feel homey. Yeah. The no. birth center isn't your home either, and you're just going to leave that. Mm-hmm. But people perceive it as needing to be a specific way in order for them to give birth in that space. Mm-hmm. I can see if they're not comfortable there, like if they're renting from, if they're in an, I mean, I gave birth in an apartment building and I was fine with it, but, yeah. but some people just don't feel comfortable where they're living. So if you... If the thought of having a baby in where you currently live makes you like, oh, God, I'm so uncomfortable, then that's probably not going to go well. And I mean, I have had clients whose stress around the idea of keeping their house really clean leading up to labor is really hard on them. Like they feel so stressed for the weeks that they're potentially going to have a baby because they just feel like they have to have their house perfectly clean before they go into labor. So that I could see that being stressful for people, but I don't feel like it's more stressful than like having to go to the hospital and dealing with all of that yeah i agree so basically outside of like those considerations of like but think about that think about it's like why do i feel this way about giving birth in my home is it because of a perceived sense of safety with going somewhere Mm -hmm. but then also you have to weigh if that perceived sense of safety makes you feel safer even if it's not real then it might actually be safer but let's some people feel safer being at home than in the hospital, like our clients, especially who don't go to the doctor a lot or have like a very strong connection with the medical community. They actually feel safer at home than they do in a hospital or even in a birth center because you can still go into a birth center and have it feel, you know, like a it, it still feels like a yeah. medical office at times. You're and still so getting like longer prenatal visits in a sa- in the same yeah. space. So it feels more comfortable to you. They usually have like a it's usually like a house. So it feels yeah. like a home. So let's talk about the, the differences, but then we'll also talk about the similarities. And so I'm going to say most of the differences are going to come from the practice that you choose. Because some home births are going to have nurses as their birth assistants and are going to carry meds. Some birth centers are not going to have those things. And so it's figuring out when you're talking about having an out-of-hospital birth what is important to you and then interviewing people to see what the differences are. Cause I do think that there are some really big benefits to choosing home birth over a birth center birth. So we're back to just once again, choosing your birth team. Like sure. how does your birth team, or like what does your birth team have access to? Right. Like yeah. you're choosing a team based on, because there are some birth teams in this area that choose medications and there are others that just, that use herbs. So right. yeah, I think if you're having a home birth or a center birth, I think they do both. Most centers offer home births yep. as well. So you're just essentially choosing which team you want again. True. And then some centers, but like I was saying, they have access to nurses mm-hmm. and other centers don't. They're using like their students as birth assistants. Um, so it's all the, and I'm not saying one is better than the other, it's just but it's talking cultures. about like, what is your 
preference when it comes to who your birth's going to be. But if you're choosing a birth center who does home birth, the, the biggest thing I wanted to bring out is that really there's not a difference in the care you're getting. No, not at all. Um, I mean, well, I think it depends too. So like for our practice, we do home visits for prenatal care, which is really helpful for some people, especially if oh, you yeah. have other kids. Whereas a lot of birth centers offer home birth. Not a lot, but some will do prenatal still at the center and then come to your home for the home birth. But there are... I don't know. Oh, I, I was just talking about common. the birth. Yeah. I wasn't talking. Sorry. I was just talking about the birth as well. <laughs> oh, sorry. But I mean, you I are right about prenatal care. Important, though. Like, I feel like, yeah. I mean, I'm shocked by how many of our clients choose to pay extra for home visits for our practice. I know it was a big selling factor for me when I was having my first baby, the opportunity to have home visits. Yeah. So I was talking about the birth as well. Yeah. Sorry. I jumped so, there. Some of the biggest differences between birth center birth and home birth, and I think the biggest one for me is that I actually do think that staying in that mindset of having to decide when to leave for the center makes it harder for women to go into their zone. Because if they know they're just staying home, then all they have to do is have contractions, and then the midwives can just slowly come into the house. The, the mom doesn't have to do anything. She doesn't have to go through a car ride. She doesn't have to, like, worry about contractions in the car. Doesn't have to worry about when to leave. Um, and so I feel like that is one part that takes some stress off of a mom. I definitely, I mean, like, I don't leave my house. Neither do you to give birth. I think it's definitely more stress-free for the mom. And they definitely don't have those lulls and and transitioning mm-hmm. from phase to phase. Um, but at the same time, like how far away is your ho- is your home from your provider and how far from away are you from the hospital? True. Like mm-hmm. that's my biggest. And we could have done pros and cons, I guess. That yeah. would have made more sense. But to me, like even if you're super comfortable at home, if you're an hour away from the nearest hospital, then that might It might not... make more sense for you to birth at the birth center right. so that if there's a need for a transfer, you're not mm-hmm. transferring. But that's really far. only if that's a fact, like if you feel that anxiety. If you don't feel that anxiety. No, I don't want to attend a home birth that, that's an hour away. I personally won't attend a home birth that's an hour away. Yeah. I think a lot of practices you have to be within 30 minutes of a hospital. But there right? are some practices that will deliver you further away from a hospital. Than All that, the way so. on the top of the mountain in the yeah. middle of nowhere middle of an ice storm i couldn't think of any place because yeah. i don't go anywhere but <laughs> you do go some places some places so yeah so it's that that's also asking your provider wait would you do that an hour away on the top of a mountain with no help with no emergency care available yeah i'm gonna need I you mean, to have be available just i'm gonna need you to have jess be your assistant on that one it's fine <laughs> I think you've done that just unintentionally. I did do that, but it wasn't intentional. It was we. It was after a nice storm, and it did take forever to get to the hospital. But I do feel like in our area, at least, it's, it's not very hard to do as that. big of a thing because even when you're really out there, there's usually some kind of hospital within an hour somewhere. Yeah. Like, we have hospital... At, I'm not trying to minimize how stressful that would be. Like my clients right now are coming to me because they're so far from a hospital. So like I do feel more comfortable knowing that they're coming to my house and I don't have to do a birth with them. We should clarify they're good friends of yours. You don't just allow anyone to birth in your home. Oh no, these are like some of my (laughs) oldest friends. Sorry, you must live, we must live together for at least five years before you can birth in my home. You wouldn't let me birth at your home? I've never. You live in my heart, Jess. Aww. (laughs) 
I've been living in her heart circa 2016. I almost spit out my ginger water just then because it's so gross. But I then, mostly just wanted to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> so then mostly, yeah, taking out those considerations, like when it comes down to the actual care you get from home or birth center, there's really like you bring all the same stuff to the house that you that is have. a huge misconception like well what do you have here like what what's the difference between my house and i'm like well it's my it's our home or yours yeah and they're like oh you bring everything there yeah we literally bring everything yeah if we, you're curious we, we have a whole episode about what's in our birth bags baby. right exactly we just can't bring the beautiful tub exactly yeah things but like that i love yeah. our inflatable tubs though i really do love the inflatable tubs i think they're super comfy yeah because honestly most inflatable tubs we put into a space where you can get all the way around it at yeah. the center we can't get all the way around our tubs oh and that's another big difference too is that um you may have to pay a rental fee for a tub if you're giving birth at home mm-hmm, um and then i mean you are going to be paying for things like Instead of the water to fill the tub being on the birth center's bill, it's going to be on your bill, which mm-hmm. for some people could be more of a consideration than others. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about, because I think people have this conception of home birth as being like, did I say that right? Misconception. I said conception. Misconception. It's just we enjoy talking about conception too. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that magical moment when the sperm meets the egg. Wow, that's like a real throwback. And a whole new human is formed. That might have been our first that episode. That was our first episode. Um, but people have this misconception that there is a lot that goes into planning to give birth at home. And I think that it's actually much less than people think about. It's so much less. You just, to me, it's like make sure you put a protector on your bed. And we'll make sure we have a connector to get the birth tub hose. But that's not even a necessity. Supply. Like, if you Worst don't. Case scenario, we'll use duct tape. Yeah. Like, if you don't want a water birth, then really, I mean, you have, look at all the births that we miss that yeah. were unplanned home births. So I'm like, as long as you have some towels and some. Or the tub is filling if we don't get to get in it because it's not full enough. <laughs> Something. <laughs> And so basically, yeah, the only things you need are that, um, you body warm, you maybe You're- some blankets or a shirt that's on your person. Yeah. yeah. We usually ask people to have some towels set aside, uh, some blankets set aside. And then basically we have a birth kit that we ask people to get, but you just order it online. It's not a lot of money or anything. Yeah. Usually you feel about it. You can fill a Tupperware with your birth supplies and it just kind of sits in your Not a Tupperware, like a bin. Yeah. yeah Tupperware bin. Uh, when I hear Tupperware, like a laundry I think about basket. like what like I store basket. my leftover spaghetti. Yeah, chili. In. I don't <laughs> know. It's a lot of spaghetti. <laughs> I, make, I do make ten pounds of chili at a time, so it's a laundry basket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a laundry basket worth of supplies. Sometimes I go to home births where they've had home births before, and so I show up to do their 36 week visit and i'm like what is all this and yeah. they're like well you know it's like from last time i had to have all this stuff and yeah. i'm like what do you need a remote control for like there's so much stuff in the basket and i'm like what is all this and I they're like say, i don't know like, i think my birth kit is really reasonably priced and we still always have so always many leftovers. yeah just chuck pads chucks pads and and towels yeah the end and for curtains. people that don't know what chucks pads are basically it's pee like pads for dogs pee pads for dogs mm-hmm. or you can get them in the incontinence section at walmart there's an abundance of them at goodwill also is oh, there really, really? yeah good to oh, know. Good there's to tons know. of depends at thrift stores so depends you'll have your team 
Oh. I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Oh. Never looked. Shocked. Blue hospice especially has quite oh, a Oh, the hospice. I can see that. That's sad. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your birth team comes to you. Yeah. They have their medical supplies that we would have at the center. You have your little home birth kit that you have purchased for yourself. Yeah. The end. And your birth tub if you are desiring to labor birth in the tub. But even if you have all of these, none of these things, your baby can still come out and. I mean, it's not going to be like, oh, I don't have my chucks pads. I can't push my baby out. Like, it's still going to happen. It's just going to go all over your floor. And listen, um, I have been to births where that happens. Yeah. Because we we talked about how we're going to do an episode about like the births that we miss. Yes. And I will tell you that because another thing people worry about is the mess. But I'm going to talk about the mess a little bit. But. I have been to births where somebody, there's nobody there. A mom squats down in the middle of her throw rug on her bedroom floor yep. and gives birth. And I walk in and there's just blood. All <laughs> normal amounts of blood, but just. It gets smeared. Blood all over the carpet. And to some people, hearing that is like, oh, that sounds like a disaster. But we just clean it up. But I'm going to tell you that. Um, it's a biblical reference. Uh, hydrogen peroxide covers a multitude of sins. It's like love. All the yes. sins. The only one it doesn't cover is meconium. True. But all the others. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I've I've sat on rugs postpartum and just like poured, yep. poured, poured. And you don't want to rub. No, you want to pat. Dabbed. You got to dab and pat. <laughs> and it's such a, it's like. It's so satisfying to do for me yeah. because every time, you know, there's still blood in there because every time you put the hydrogen peroxide, it fizzes on, up. It fizzes up and more this of works the blood great for period panties as well. It does. Yeah. It does. Or your sheets. We were just talking about why doesn't every single woman know about peroxide for their entire life starting with menstruation? Oh my gosh. Which brings up a story for me. There was one time that I was at a friend at of mine's house. Oh, I know this story. And <laughs> my husband was like, let's go bang it out in her bed real quick. And I was like, that's a bad idea. I'm about to start my period. He's like, no, let's go do it. And so we went and banged it out on the bed. And of course I started bleeding. Oh and so God. I got blood on her all over her white sheets. Oh like, my God. <laughs> Literally the worst friend in the whole wide world. You're never allowed to like, well, you're allowed in my house. So then you already said I was like, damn it. And so then I like go looking through all of her cabinets. I find hydrogen peroxide and I start like hydrogen peroxiding her sheet. And and he looks at me. He goes, where did you learn that? What? And I was like, fucking birth worker. Do you not remember what I do for a living? I get blood out of literally everything (laughs) all the time. If we ever get tired of birth, we can become crime scene investigator cleanupper people. That's actually, there's a really good film about that. I'm pretty sure though, even if you use hydrogen peroxide on a rug, that it would still show up under a light. You just can't see it under normal circumstances. It would look clean. It looks clean. It would just show you that you cleaned it up. Yes. Um, (laughs) Do you remember... Do you remember the time that that placenta flew out of that birth that we did? Yes, I do. And the blood like spattered from all like, across mm, the and on the wall and yeah. all over her white carpets. Got every single speck of blood out of that carpet. Yep. I think I told was that this, the white carpet. Yeah, there was one. Well, it's one of the everyone wants freaking white carpet. Why do yep. you want white carpet? I don't think I know anybody that wants. It doesn't white make sense. I don't want anything in my house. No, to, I don't want it? any carpets in my house. Number one, because my house is so filthy, and the number two. Uh, there's nothing white in my house. 
I love white. I, love I mean, it. I love it. I'm just like this. But I don't know. I, I, don't I, think I mean, look at it. House, this used though. to be white. My my blanket was white. Now it's Your dog's penis leaked all over it. Yellow and <laughs> it's so disgusting. As I tucked into it. So anyway, the point, so used to the it. point of this is that. <laughs> what is the what point of say? this? Is that there's no point? We can clean up all those messes. I've also gotten like another Bursley mist, and she got like blood all over her couch cushion, and I sat there and I got all mm-hmm. the blood out of the couch cushion. We get lots of compliments. Yeah, of our cleaning. Yeah, people are always like, wow, it doesn't even look like we had a baby because we like pack up our birth yeah. tub and everything. And so people think that you're going to make this big mess giving birth at home, but it's like when we leave. We have started the laundry. Mm-hmm. We have already like made up your bed. Mm-hmm. Fresh sheets are on. You're tucked You've in. You've usually taken a shower if you want one. We've cleaned up any blood that was on the carpet, mattress, floor, anywhere it might have. Organized all your supplies so and that we you take the trash the night, out. You're ready to go. Yeah, and we take the trash out and then we leave. Mm-hmm. It's magical. And so there's a lot of people that you, they do say that you can't even tell I had a baby here. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, one of the biggest worries is I don't want that mess in my house. And I'm like, yeah. you just have no idea how good we are at that. Uh-huh. And then the birth that I missed, one of the millions of births that I've missed, I walked in and she was squatting on her white carpet. Her entire bedroom was white and there was not a drop of anything anywhere. She had oh. one towel underneath of her. And I was like, oh my God, it's all white. Wait, there's nothing. Where is everything? She's she like, was like, I'm not fucking messing up my carpet. She goes, oh, I caught it. It's it's in that towel right there. And I'm not moving. And I'm just going to stay like this. And so we can slowly walk. And she got she all the way. She was determined. Yeah. And her whole bed is white. The sheets are white. The blanket was white. Everything was white. And nothing. And then in the end, there was one little spot of it. And I was like, oh, God, after all that. And I just. Peroxide. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should just call this episode peroxide gets the job done. <laughs> it does. I love hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> I do use it for almost everything. Mm-hmm. That and silver. It's like there's nothing silver, hydrogen peroxide, or breast milk will not cure. That is a book. That is your book title. Yeah. Of your life. I think so. Yeah. Maybe I just need to take a bath and all of those things together. <laughs> I wish you could see my way. face right now. <laughs> That's awful. And it's a baking soda, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my vagina hurts just thinking about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that I think we skipped over another great thing. I mean, we talked about it a little bit when we talked about cleaning up. That it's like we get everything cleaned up and then we leave. We, get to tuck we you put, in your bed. In, put in that first load of laundry. So all you have to yep. do is switch it to the dryer. But then that's a whole other thing is because we know that babies after birth they're awake for about two hours where they're like quiet and alert and then they're <laughs> technically that's the Sometimes. term that they're supposed to be um the golden hour and then babies want to then take their first long big sleep and i found at the birth center that around that time is happening we're doing like a newborn exam but then you also have to put the baby in a car seat you have to drive home mm-hmm. and so you are missing part of the time where you could be sleeping during their big mm-hmm. sleep that is always doing so all- hard is seeing the baby falling asleep you're like oh no let's get this done so they can go home <laughs> and sleep well they usually stay and it works out like at, at the center they stay for three to six hours yeah but we're always it's like we're monitoring them and and bothering them so they don't get to do that 
that deep sleep. Yeah. They're usually home before you, I mean, that we happens. Do a really, we generally do a good job giving them like an hour on their own at some point mm-hmm. at yeah. the center. But it's still not the same as if like we can just leave and you're in your bed right. and you go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like there's just less disruption in that. And especially like the fact that especially with the weather, like if it's cold outside and you have to get up from giving birth and go out Ugh. in the cold and drive no home. Thanks. And, it's awful. And so it's just, it's just taking out some of those extra first hours those extra steps in i the wonder first if hours. like a hundred years ago like when we when everyone had their baby at home yeah if you were like okay madam jessica you're gonna get up and walk across the Ooh, village madame. <laughs> to <laughs> meredith's house so she can help you have your baby you'd be like screw you yeah. i'm gonna push this kid out right here, right here right on this bed and you're gonna come to me i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna jump midwife in. mare would come over with her I'm, I'm referencing the fact that my great great aunt was a midwife and she had like a crooked finger and one tooth did i tell this story Ooh. what have i not told this story because she's from west virginia right no, i am she's from southwest virginia <laughs> oh my and she was a granny midwife I just, with she oh. smoked a corn cob pipe, so her one f- finger was hooked. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was on her dominant hand. That is so you got to think about internal exams on that. that with her other hand, <laughs> middle fingers. She so had we- one long fingernail <laughs> for breaking water, and she had one tooth. That's she was disgusting. She like rode her horse. Not my the midwife. No, that I wouldn't happen. You, if you were a granny midwife, you would ride a donkey to my house. I would totally ride it. But I'm also reading house. Outlander again in the midwife. Can in you there. just imagine oh. me as Claire, except cooler, riding a donkey, and then I get to go home to Jamie Fraser after your birth? You think you get to be cooler than Claire? Yeah, we talked about this. I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of Claire. She kind of drives me crazy. I've never seen any of these, nor have I read. I read one at book, I think, when I was in like Dragon high school Amber. or something. I don't know. No, I think she read one of the Sir John ones or something. <laughs> I really can't say. So anyway. <laughs> so, so yes, not having to leave your house. That's why I don't leave my house to have a baby. Yes. It's amazing. Whether, whether in labor or whether when you're done with labor, you don't have to leave. You just do your thing and that's all you have to worry about. And everyone comes to you instead of you having to come to them. And I think it's just glorious. Also, I set you up for a golden shower joke and you didn't catch it. Oh, man. <laughs> Can't I wonder I why. That. How could you miss that? I don't know. I'm off my game. <laughs> we are a little sleepy today. <laughs> I might not leave my house to have a baby, but I much prefer working at a center than doing home births. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love the structure. I, I love, got you, girl. <laughs> I love where everything is. <laughs> you love that it's like she your space. Out, she hates hour and a half long prenatal visit. No, I don't. I just want it. I like everything to be just organized i don't know so that's why there's different midwives for different people yes there are and then it's also like talking we we before we go to break talking about the costs um because they're comparable but they're comparable it depends on where you're at some birth centers charge the same thing for birth center birth some if you have insurance will charge just a extra um, facility facility fee fee that never comes across to you um, but there are some birth centers that are much more expensive than home birth. And so it's like weighing the cost as well. Yeah. yeah just like anything else, like ask those questions before you start care so you can make an informed choice. Exactly. Yeah. So it's time for us to go to break. Uh, and when we come back, I want to play a little game called what is your favorite home birther hospital birth and why or home birther birth center birth and why Ooh. I already answered that rap battle. Well, you did a little bit, Um, but we also have some shout outs to do and we'll share birth story of the week. I don't think I'm going to make it through the second half. You will. My kids haven't been, haven't behaved like this since 
when was the last time it was this bad? Like I it was like, like when have. we first started recording. I, I feel like, like we're better than ignoring them. I feel like today we're noticing it more because none of us are drinking. Also, and also it's I feel cold like we outside. Get to throw them outside usually when they're acting yeah. like this. We but don't they don't do usually that. scream that Okay, maybe they maybe do. They do. Mm-hmm. This is day three of no alcohol for me and we're all in a little bit of a funk and so the kids is just You know, most people go like a month without drinking and they're like oh i drank last night and you're like oh and not but we're different <laughs> that's a nice way to put it i'm proud but of i haven't myself. been drinking either i don't I'm know proud of myself for not drinking for three days i feel i feel like i'm giving my liver is giving me a pat on the back if it could reach out and pat my back i it's feel like i need image. to say Thank you're not you. an alcoholic I'm out not. loud because it really sounds like we're leaning towards alcoholism when you speak i'm like pretty that. sure yeah. in other episodes we have claimed that we are so i think it just depends no. on what episode you're listening <laughs> i jokingly to. say i'm a midwife i don't drink alcoholic in excess all the time no. but i will usually have like a glass of wine or a beer in the evening so if i go three days without having a glass of wine or beer in the evening i am proud of myself good job you yeah. right you're not proud it's just like oh yeah that happened that's noticeably no. different mm-hmm. i'm proud all mm-hmm. right let's go to break <laughs> go liver go Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So today's sponsor for our episode is us. We started our Patreon recently, and there are special benefits that you can get just by being a patron of our podcast. So if you love our podcast and you would love to support us and putting out more great content, um, sign up for our Patreon. There's three different levels of support that you can give. Any little bit goes a long way in uh, helping us be able to continue making this podcast a reality. And for everyone who is supporting us already, um, we adore you. We thank you so much. Um, And we look forward to entertaining you guys for a long time to come. All right, let's go back to our episode. Welcome back from that delightful break. So delightful. It wasn't. We can make it, guys. We want to do a shout out. Yeah, we have to do some shout outs. I feel bad when we get like this. I feel like when my attitude is so bad that I'm like, I'm sorry, guys, that you're having to listen to me. Listen to that guilt complex. With my crappy attitude. out of your pores right (laughs) now. Hold on. (laughs) God, Kim, you, I think, just just keep going. Let's move on. All right, shout out. Work never stops for the birth workers on call. Um, I am on call. So first we have to make a shout out to, uh, we got a new patron this week named Andra. Hello. Andra, we don't know much about you. Oh, I wanted to say for all those people out there, when you become our patrons, if you want to give us a little bit of a something about who you are um, so that we can share it on the podcast, you are welcome to do that. And if all of you out there go leave us a review. So it's like we have, we, I can't believe how many people listen every week like yes. it's yeah, so awesome and it just keeps going up and i'm like this yep. is amazing i just that's told terrence the other day because he doesn't stay in plugged and does it all and he was like holy shit that's amazing i was like yeah dude we're crushing but then it's like if only people that hear about us from like a friend will yeah. go to listen so if everyone out there that listens does a review yes. then that means if someone types in like birth podcast ours will come up so then people can start listening that don't hear about it from yes. someone else they can just find it on their own yeah. so especially on itunes um if you have access to itunes 
and you can leave a review and a rating. Like it'll help us to grow that much faster. We um, want people who don't know who we are. Yeah. I mean, we do have a lot of people now that don't know who we are. I feel special. And keep keep checking <laughs> that out. Was my nightmare. Keep checking out our Patreon. We're gonna keep. We're, we are about to put out some more new videos that are only for our patrons. Um, and yeah. But we want to thank you for all your support. We also wanted to give a shout out to Taylor. Whoop, whoop. Hey, oh my gosh. She used that is Canadian it's not, listener. It's yeah. One of our Canadian so listeners. someone did that, like the Rebozo trick yep. that we talked about in my bedroom in Tom's Brook all the way in Canada. And no, no, no. This wasn't the Rebozo trick. This was the uh, pushing the your your low pubic bone trick. Yeah. Oh, I, that one. That one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With the Rebozo. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes, that one. <laughs> it's not my, I say it's my trick, but it, you know. We are going to try to patent it. Amazing person thought it up. Yeah. Way, but way, way before. It. Yeah. I don't know who thought it up. Wait, so now that we're confused, I was wondering, are you talking about Rebozo? Talking about the scissor hands or talking about both? I don't, all t- I, I was envisioning we'll what we were talking her. about. I can't remember. I can't remember. But we Taylor, just, I just know that. Tell us what you did exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just know deets. she said that it was the, the trick we talked about for the low pubic bone. Um, to help a baby come down below a low pubic bone. And then I had this whole train of thought where I was like, I'm going to call it the Kim, but really it's like the, the Gaskin maneuver wasn't created by Anime Gaskin. No. The indigenous people have been doing it forever. We just, as white people, take it away. Yeah. So if I say, oh, it's the Kim maneuver, you know some beautiful black queen of a woman was like, and now we're going we're gonna to do this maneuver and this baby's going to come out. And now Kim yeah. took it. Uh, like- <laughs> I'm going to start calling it the big Kim maneuver. You should do that. <laughs> because that's what I am. I'm big. That's not- and that's okay. Anyway, no, you're not. Oh my god, falling apart. I cannot believe that happened. So there's you one started before it. we do our birth uh, <laughs> our birth story. You know what that made me think of? What Tess? Hey, <laughs> I know that's what I was going for. I know you asshole. That's why I said it. <laughs> so, this is falling apart so anyway, badly. There was one other thing we wanted to talk about when it came to the difference was between there? choosing between home birth and birth center birth, and that was children. the <laughs> amount of involvement you want your t- your oh, children yeah. to have. So for a lot of people, if you do not want your children at your birth, it can be easier to leave them at home with someone, especially if they're sleeping or something, and then you get your own space at the center. Mm-hmm. Um, for other children can slow down labor. It's yeah, a fact of life. And but for some people, they want their children involved, and having their children involved helps them with their labor. Um, so we wanted to say that it can be helpful to have a home birth in that situation, because then if they're in bed, you don't have to worry about waking them up or having childcare, having childcare, and especially right now with the new COVID rules. Oh yeah, with the with Corona now, like we can't. Usually we have birth parties, like people can wait downstairs. You can have whoever you want, and we we can't. So right now it's just your your initial birth team, like whoever mm-hmm. you see as your necessary birth team, of course, but. People are like, oh, then I'm going to bring my four kids. I'm like, Marge. no, you're not like you can't. You can't do it. Yeah. Have a home birth. Well, I don't want a home birth. I'm like, sorry. Like, <laughs> Yeah, there's just so many things. With, there's so many regulations right now that with COVID we could get in trouble for or whatever. I also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's just another consideration that we wanted to say. Do you remember when I was having Brock and Evie was like leaning in and splashing around in the birth tub? Yes, I do. And the team was getting very stressed out by that because in their minds it was going to fall over the edge. No, they didn't care about that. But it was like because kids can slow the process like a lot if they are making you be distracted. And she was like going from like jumping on the bed next to me and then trying to launch into the pool and then jumping on the bed. But I didn't care. Like it wasn't like your nightmare, Kim. The fact that you had that and you didn't care blows my mind because that's like your nightmare at birth it is but when i'm in that much pain i don't give a shit like they (laughs) 40 kids could have been jumping Jumping on on the bed bed. and launching into the birth pool with me and i don't think i would have noticed it i don't know i feel like that's not the norm usually it really does affect oh yeah like i must have blocked it out either that or it wasn't as big as what you say it is and you were noticing it more than you're saying no no because i I only remember i remember because chuck said probably too like just like distracted from her throwing herself naked on the bed and throwing yourself in the bathroom i was throwing my big fit no he said they were getting irritated with her to the point where he couldn't irritating human yeah but she was only four uh that's no she was pretty annoying when she was four she's annoying every day so he (laughs) said he was calling his mom to come pick her up because they were getting so frustrated with her because she kept getting in the way so then when bessie showed up to get her i'd already pushed him out oh i forgot all of that i just yeah but for some people like me i don't think it bothered me maybe it did yeah but um maybe you could just tell it wasn't bothering her so it didn't bother you i don't know but for most people, having a kid do that would be... Sounds like a nightmare. So if you're going to have... I, my rule is, like, I know it's not a rule, but I try to say, if you're going to have your kids at a birth, you have to have someone else Oh yeah, there for them. Otherwise, your partner's taking them out because I can't... I'm not doing it. Like, I'm yeah. not there for childcare, and if something happens, I need, need to be there. And they need to be there. able to come and go from the room according to their comfort level. And if you right. don't have somebody that can follow them around and get them snacks or whatever, it's going to distract the mom because that's her role that you know that oh. she's used to all the time do you remember one of our moms told her son god was it her daughter? i can't remember who it was one of our clients was like this we're gonna bring snacks because their their kid was coming to the birth mm-hmm. and then this is at the birth center yeah and the care provider that was coming their job was just to give snacks oh like, yeah and keep her happy and so she then was forever known as the snack person but every time they came in for a visit she was like snacks <laughs> i have snacks and it wasn't like and she, her mom would be like no 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 that's for when baby comes she thought the whole we're having point snacks. of prenatals was yes. just for her to get so she snacks. just wanted snacks every time i have that's snacks a good idea i know it's adorable Snacks. We actually do a lot of snacks, snacks at the is center, a key so word. No, we don't. Not anymore. No. It's time for our birth story of the week. I'm gonna do it this week. Mary the student. Thank goodness wow. I have nothing to contribute today. And you said well, mine's a really old story. You said that this was the first birth you ever did when you're like, whoa, that's the biggest difference between home birth and yeah, it was an aha moment for me as a student. Aha. Uh-huh. Was it your first home birth? No, actually, my first birth ever was a home birth, but I was so jazzed because I didn't know I was going to a birth. And so I was so excited that I didn't pay attention to anything that was going on. Mm -hmm. So good thing Mm -hmm. I didn't have to do anything. But um, no, so this one was like an early one when I was a student in Harrisonburg. And it was supposed to be a center birth because that's mostly what we did. But the client was going so quickly for a primip that we just decided to meet at her house. So she like went immediately into like really close contractions, really hardcore, and then was like, in transition within like an hour or two so I loved it because it was she was two minutes from my house so I got to just like go to her house 
But again, it was one of the stories where it's like you don't have to have anything for a home birth, really, because it just happens and it's magical. Um, so we get there. This family didn't have anything they needed. But she they lived in this like little apartment and they had one bathroom and they were both her and her husband were both in this tub. And I mean, like it was just like tiny a standard tub. tiny tub. They were both sitting in it. He was squatted in the back of it. His back was pressed firmly against the back of the tub. And he was like clearly in a like a deep uncomfortable squat and she was just and i think she was on her knees and i don't even think the water was fully covering her but she that's where she was and she was not moving so we just had a baby in the tub and it was really magic because i actually thought i was going to be by myself but um our dear friend alice was the doula and then Hi, the midwife did ultimately show up so anyways it was just like a really fast beautiful home birth everything went really really well And then we like tucked him in their bed afterwards and the dad just like lit up like I'll never forget his face. And he was just like, oh, my gosh, we're in our own bed. And it was just so great because he hadn't expected to do that. You know, he thought I was going to go to the center and be there for like three to six hours afterwards and then come home. And instead, all of a sudden, he had this like whirlwind birth where or his wife and him had this whirlwind birth where he just like was in his own bed with a baby. And you could just see and, like how shocked they were. And not very much time has passed at all. I think it was like four hours. Like it was crazy. And he they were both so shocked, but like so happy. And that was like one of my that was my aha moment as a student of like, wow, I actually really love home birth. And this is probably one of my favorite parts of it. Um and there was like a bunch of other things about that birth. Like this poor dad, I guess, had like a slip disc that he had just gotten like that week. And so I didn't notice. And he's such a rock star. He didn't say a damn word the entire time she of was in course the course. And he was in that deep squat. He was in a deep squat with an ice pack shoved onto his lower back. And that's why he had pushed himself against the back of the tub so to hard. Hold the ice was pack. To hold the ice oh pack in God. place. And so like finally she had, and he was just like rubbing her back and her shoulders all the time and didn't say anything. And then he tried to stand up and he was locked up and he couldn't get up oh. and we were like what is wrong and he's like oh it's just a slip disc we we're like shut up is that all yeah isn't this the same birth where you pooped in the bushes I that. yeah i'm pretty hear- sure i told that story i want to hear about you pooping in the bushes while some man looked on oh my gosh well it's just like obviously adrenaline was like rushing because it was an unexpected home birth that was only four hours and an unexpected poop and she and gave birth in the bathroom so and they had one bathroom yeah so you couldn't go to the bathroom in the bathroom because yeah. there were and more important things happening but you so, said you go ahead it was pre-dawn so i mean the sun was starting to come up but it was very dark still and they had this like circle of bushes in front of the yard that was protecting like a unit of some kind you know an electric box. <laughs> you mean their fire pit she yeah. said unit did you did you dig a dump in their fire pit <laughs> dropped a deuce I dropped a deuce like by their electric box so <laughs> and like i was like cool this actually worked out really nicely like another like it's in the middle of Harrison until Pro- the electric like until the electric people come and I was a, going to pick it up I was st- just gonna leave it there steaming pile of human poo <laughs> human excrement and I didn't have time to dig a hole because I was like this baby's coming I gotta hurry up <laughs> and so then I like stand up from this what I perceive to be a very insulated poo secluded area. area and there was just this guy standing there in the street looking at me and I was like yeah <laughs> I did it. I pooed. You're like, I this pooed is right a college here. town. I'm sure you've seen yeah. weird things. Yeah, I also worked at like one of the really popular restaurants in town. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're one of my regulars, but it's dark. So I'm just hoping you're not going to oh see my, my Did you bring toilet paper outside? Nah, girl. It was like 
real. I was trying so hard to hold it, and I just oh, couldn't. My. I was in a, I was in a circle of bushes. There were leaves. It was explosive. You used not explosive. A leaf in the middle of Harrisonburg yeah, to the wipe your. What do you think people use before bomb? toilet paper? Um, I don't know. They definitely don't have bidets. <laughs> this reminds me. Or Perry me, bottles. Births in Harrisonburg are interesting because it is a college town. I one time had. Oh my god, it's my favorite. I one time had a a client who's delivering at the hospital, um, but she was she lived in like the off campus oh yeah you told houses us this. or whatever where it's all college students and so i went and labored with her at her apartment for like several hours and like during the course of it we would take walks around the mm-hmm. parking lot and with everyone partying the college boys would be and i would be like rubbing her butt as she leaned over a picnic table <laughs> yeah. while she'd have a contraction and college boys would drive by and be like oh yeah baby that's what i'm talking uh-huh. about <laughs> oh yeah it was like a very surreal mix of cultures and life and, and it life was expected it was for me too because that's where i that's where i partied you know that's where mm-hmm. i did my i did both things i partied and did birth work and i know that i had gone to parties at that apartment we complex have, we've touched on so many fetishes today being yeah. here i am being do. like uh an professional. adult yeah professional <laughs> <laughs> that's a strong word <laughs> while being brought shots of alcohol mm-hmm. i didn't do any shots at that birth I didn't no. start drinking at birth, but it would have been cool if you did. It had been, it had been a lot cooler if you had. Would have been a lot cooler. That's from Dazed and Confused. Oh man, she had an so. awesome birth too. You um, did see that movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so real quick, because I did say I know we we're going out of order, but I did say we we're going to play a game called "What's oh, Your Favorite?" Oh yeah, what's your favorite? Home birth, birth center birth, um, or hospital birth, or hospital birth. <laughs> So and then I want us to go around because some of it's mixed. I'm going to I'm going to go first. I'm going to say my favorite is definitely home birth, both for delivery, for me being like a birth professional there and also for myself, for the reasons I mentioned. Um, I really feel like leaving the birth space disrupts the flow of birth, no matter how much you want to go to the birth center. So that is my personal big one. Meredith, you go. I also prefer home birth. I think I just love tucking people in. Like after I was telling that yeah. story, it's just made me realize how much I love just people being in their home. But I also really love getting to know people's space and their family yes. before the birth and prenatal care. And then just getting to like seamlessly transition that into a birth. You I do really get to that. see a family's family dynamic so much more in their home than you do when they come to the mm-hmm. birth center. I agree with that as well. Yeah. I feel like we're becoming part of their That's space right. instead of them becoming part of our space mm-hmm. and then leaving. Okay, Kim, you go. <laughs> it's so smooth. I'm the outlier as usual, as per the huge when it huge. comes to the to our trifecta of crunchiness, of happiness. I don't leave my house to have a baby, so I agree on that. Because 100% you're accurate. Everything gets disturbed when you leave your labor space. Like, I agree with that 100%. I, and I know this for a fact because when we have those moms that go from one centimeter to eight, mm-hmm. when they get to the place where they're birthing, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have that hold up if they just stayed home. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I like having a center. I mean, it's not my center. You I like having a center, a center to work at. Um, I love the center. I love its structure. I love to know that everything's in the right drawer. It's like my beautiful <laughs> chaos place. It, right it should be in the right drawer. It is when Katie puts stuff away. Right. <laughs> so I love working at the center. I love, I love, I helping, love 
Yeah, you've I always said it. you prefer doing births at the center. Yeah. So this is and I, I've loved every center. Like every center I've gone to, it, there's just like, if you have the right people in it, it's just like a little community space to go. So well, I like that. And you also never have to worry about... You never have to worry about dropping a deuce in bushes. Either. No, you don't. No. Um, I don't know, y'all. I'd rather drop a deuce in a bush instead of that bathroom sometimes when there's a lot of people there. I'm not ever going to disagree with that. I did poop at Jim Barnett Park once when I was in high school behind the big sign that says Jim Barnett Park. So that's a little something, a little fun fact about myself. Why'd you do that? Because my mom took us all to the park. Oh, you were a child? Yeah, I was in like high school. Maybe middle school. I don't know. But I was I had to poop so bad and, and there, there were no, no bathrooms. Bathroom. So I just ran and pooped behind the big Jim what Barnett sign. What do you expect you to do when there's no bathrooms? I really can't say. But I tell you what I did do is poop behind the sign. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Put a commemorative poo behind the sign for you. Yeah. There's probably a beautiful bush growing there from. <laughs> commemorative plaque. <laughs> Kim shit here. Where I pooped. I should have showed you where it was when, at Penny's birthday party. Anyway, I think, but, but to me, like the most important thing is like, we keep saying again and again, it's where you feel comfortable. So if you feel comfortable in the hospital, that's where you need to be. If you feel more comfortable at home, that's where you need to be. Could I just, could you please just have some snacky foods though? Yeah. Because most people do, but some people don't. If it's a surprise birth, it's not your fault. Anything, anything at all. Hey, but I also want to say that some people think that they feel more comfortable with one thing before examining some of these questions, but it's just because it's like they have these ideas. And I just thought of one. I don't know why it hasn't come to me this whole time. One mom who she had her first baby um, at home uh, at the hospital. And she just kept saying, I just don't feel comfortable in my home. I just don't feel comfortable in my home. I don't like my home. I don't think I'm going to be staying in that home. And I was like, well, you don't like the hospital either. So which one's more comfortable? But she ended up having an unmedicated birth at the hospital. And then her second baby, she did decide to have that home birth. At the and, same home? Or she and had it was at the place. same home okay. and ended up having like a spectacular birth. Um, and none of those things mattered to her. And she ended up liking home birth better. And so part of these questions is to see what your immediate reaction is of where you feel safer, but then explore some of these things because you might find that um, when you really look into how it goes, that those mm-hmm. things aren't really a big deal. Or like your concerns can be alleviated once you talk to a professional about it. Yeah. And find or a like community who's done it before. My sexy Manny brought my mail in while Aww. we were talking. What's in your mail, Kim? It's my, um, Actually, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's my certificate. It's my, I recertified as a midwife yeah. in the state of Virginia. So I got my little, my little NARM. There um, you go. Aww. You did it. Yeah, I did it again. Oops, she did it again. So it looks like uh-uh. I'll be registered in the state of Virginia until December of 2023. Yay. We're so glad you're here. At which point I'm quitting and moving to an island somewhere far, far we away. Will find I will you. <laughs> I will just go with you. So we're going to make this episode a short one and we're going to wrap it up because like we said, today's been, I don't know, not really what we wanted a mixed it to be. Bag. I'm sure um, there's a lot of you out there that understand like the whole feeling just crap and dreary with this weather. It's like, bleh. yeah, but here we are. We, we did it. We did, got an we episode did out anyway, and uh, we'll do better next week. Maybe we'll be drinking. We just drink Kim's ourselves. not on call. I know. Um, but so yeah, 
home birth and birth center birth are really not that different. They're really not. It's it's our home or yours. And they're both great decisions. Um, and no matter what you choose, we would love to be there to support you uh, as you get the birth that you would like to have. And the only other thing we have to say is cheers. cheers. <laughs> Ceramic mugs don't work as well as wine glasses. <laughs>